Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molliner. And I know Andy's just about as pumped as anybody. The NBA's back, Andy. It is. <laughs> My slumber puppies are in action. Drew and I spent like an hour and a half last night going over a bit of a reset filled me it was good for me because i don't follow along as closely as obviously someone who handicaps and bets the association every day so it was nice to kind of get uh get a bit of a reset and if you need uh if you need a little catch up that was a good episode maybe i'll put some timestamps in there too um and FanDuel had and i'm sure other places had uh adjusted win total markets for not every team for some reason they didn't list phoenix and i didn't count to see if they had other teams out but uh, Drew seemed to think there was some value in a couple of those. At the end of the podcast, he gives out a few that he thought were definite plays, including my Atlanta Hawks. Your, wait, your Atlanta Hawks? I just love a team with an easy schedule. Like, I, I can I can always get on board with a team with an easy schedule. So, Drew says... You know who your Hawks are playing that. tonight? Oof. Are they? Do you know who your Hawks are playing tonight? I Honestly, I don't check into that sort of thing. Your Chicago Bulls. Oh God! <laughs> I need a mole to it. I've, I've I've put myself in a corner of negative correlation. Although I did think about taking a Bulls under forty nine and a half, finding a nice cute middle on that. But uh, yeah, the NBA is back. It's kind of nice. Like it's not all at once. There's a bunch of games today. There's a bunch of games tomorrow. What is it? Six, seven, eight tonight? I'm trying to look. There are seven. Um, yeah, seven, seven tonight. And I hope. What what did you first off for before we get into picks? Did you find anything for me the the rube who just wants to bet a narrative and bet every over or every dog or what what's what's my rube narrative for a parlay? So I went back and looked and Jeez. home favorites and home team total overs. That's what you should be looking for. Home favorites the last three years in the in their first games um, after the All Star break hitting a little over sixty percent. Team total overs a little over 61% for home teams. And again, that's home teams regardless of whether they're dogs or favorites. Dogs hitting only about 50% at home, but a little better than road dogs, which are, I think, less than 40%. So, yeah, look for home teams. Don't mind favorites. And then overs. Overs are pretty good as well. So overs and favorites, all the easy stuff you probably would have done anyway if you were square. Yeah, seven-leg NBA. I'm, I'm trying to say this without vomiting. NBA totals <laughs> teaser. I almost, I could not make it through that. Oof, that, that hurt my Don't heart. Don't tease say. basketball. Don't tease basketball. basketball. Don't ever. Don't ever. even joke about it. Well, Andy's don't, like yeah. joke about it, but don't, don't tease basketball. It, it hurt my heart. It, it physically, <laughs> it made me physically ill. I'm gonna have. This is gonna be like my flu game getting through the rest of the show now. Uh, you did bad tonight, though. We finally have NBA picks. They're back. Would you have three, four? Team total. A little three pack total? here, and no sides, huh? you know, again, I followed kind of what I found is. Uh, you know, again, I'm not blindly betting these just because team total overs at home are good and things like that. But, you know, angles that I was kind of looking for and all lined up with my numbers here. We'll start with the Cavaliers and Pistons. Um, you know, again, don't love the Cavaliers injuries here. They're going to be missing Garland and Levert. Um, but it looks like Markkinen's going to play, so they should have enough offense between him and Kevin Love here against the Pistons teams that, you know, is going to have some guards that should have a good night tonight. Again, I had this closer to 212 myself, so 208, 209. 
looks good to me. Um, you know, the Cavaliers offense has been a little bit better and the Pistons continue to get better. You know, maybe the Pistons come out here and lay an egg, you know, the young guys, maybe not necessarily as focused to start, but you know, again, it should be a good night for overs. And I think this is a really nice spot. Now we mentioned the Hawks bulls game. And, you know, I know that you're kind of looking at the Hawks here for the second half of the season, which I think is a pretty good look. Honestly, I'm going back and I looked at some of my, um, Futures that I had before the season, I might add a little bit more, but I've got some Hawks futures that I don't feel so terrible about that maybe a month ago I wasn't super thrilled. But tonight the Hawks visit the Bulls. The Bulls continue to be without you know their top line defensive guards and Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, but Zach Levine should be back tonight, and the Bulls should be back to just scoring 120, 125, 130 points, whatever number they can put up here. The Hawks without John Collins, um, you know, are going to be a little bit suspect. Yes, DeAndre Hunter's playing, which makes a little bit of a difference thought about the total game over here but the bulls team total over seemed kind of like a stronger angle for me again i had them closer to 123 points so 119 120 i'll take the team totals over there and then the timberwolves over 118 and a half i know some of our sharper friends actually have some bigger plays here on the timberwolves plus three it's all the way down to one and a half but you can still grab this team total over it's a team that when fully healthy puts up a ton of points they're going against a memphis grizzlies team that has some nice defensive pieces but overall um, plays at a quicker pace and gives up a bunch of points i mean again thought about an over here but i just like this spot for the timberwolves a little bit better i had them at 122 points so 118 119 we'll take the team total over over there so one game over two team total overs the nba is back i'm excited james harden might be playing tonight oh god that's that would be exciting for because again as i mentioned a thousand times going to the game tomorrow didn't realize timberwolves were on a back-to-back now coming off the all-star game there's not really a chance of resting players for a back-to-back coming off a five-day break right probably not i'm I not lied. gonna get up there and cat's gonna be benched yeah, I lied. The Sixers are going to play tomorrow, but no, the Timberwolves should be fine. They're not going to bench those guys back to back. You should be. Honest. Yeah, you're coming off a big break. I would be pissed if I drove up to the Twin Cities and I didn't get to see my uh, my star players. And yeah, maybe maybe I will be, maybe I'll be in in attendance for the triumphant triumphant return, not return the triumphant. Uh, I don't know, first uh, first look in a Sixers jersey for my James Hard the beard first time for Philly be interesting to see hopefully philly loses by a thousand points now that i'm <laughs> my fandom is back I'm, I'm a big fan now might even buy a hat today might go to lids who knows um college <laughs> basketball's back I had a nice night didn't even give a shit that the wyoming total stayed under by 100 points right off the bat that was dead like you I lose, lose by a lot I, yeah I, I hate not they're sweating it because the other two totals when i i, I popped them on while we were doing deep dive and I looked and the one was uh, over 133 and the live total was well into the 150s. The other was over 140 and the live total was almost 160. So it's nice to just check those and see like, hey, we're, we're cruising. Both sides got there as well. So nice four in one day. <clears throat> Can't complain about that. I will not have a four in one day today because I played 11 games. I was a little disconcerted by this, but I have to trust my numbers. I did double checks and due diligence on a lot of this. There's a few situational angles that maybe other people might be looking to playing the opposite of me on these for uh, some of the things that you have at the end of the season as we get towards conference tournament time. But um, again, not going to sit here and give narratives and reasons for 11 different plays. I'm just going to read them and talk about some of the problems that might go wrong with these plays. So you can, uh, you know, maybe a little devil's avocado 
just in case. Youngstown State plus seven. I love this. I'm fine with it. Temple plus 12. Memphis might be good again. Memphis My might temple be owls. Yeah, Memphis might be a problem. Temple, Temple Owls, right there in uh, the the beautiful city of Philadelphia. IUPUI plus seven and a half. Big problem here would be that they have like six players on the roster, and if they get in fall trouble, they might be finishing a game like the Hoosiers, um, and not the Indiana Hoosiers, the Hickory the Hickory Huskers, where uh, uh, they put just four players out on the end with uh, Gene Hackman. So always a always a worry with the really really light roster, but it's still they're playing a very very bad team. EU IUPUI is such a bad squad, but it's too many points. Green Bay plus eight, again just don't care. Love this one. They're a really really bad team, but they're playing another really really bad team, and they shouldn't be this uh, big of a dog. Montana, I'm fine with, and St. Francis, New York. There is a little bit of a narrative around. Bryant and Wagner fighting for the conference title, you know, but again, Bryant, Bryant getting the win doesn't mean they need to cover. If they, if they want to fight for a conference title, a regular season title, they don't need to cover. It's not ATS. It'll always just be win loss record. So not super worried there. And then a couple of these are on the move. A couple of these, I actually got a little later than I would have liked thanks to some early meetings and I missed some of the best of the numbers, but I still like these. I actually had three more totals I had to cross off because they got steamed the bejesus belt before I could get to them. And sometimes that happens with small, small totals when, you know, limits are super low on some of these extra games. And if somebody hits them pretty hard, I just, I just can't get to it and I don't get the best of the number, but Seattle over 140, Belmont over 144 and a half. That is, uh, I, I think Dan said I played a game where there's a ranked team for another. I don't often do that, but he said there's a there's a ranked team for me here. So Belmont over 144 and a half, Idaho under 143 and a half, Irvine over 129 and a half, and then this is an extra game for sure. Houston Baptist under 144.5, and Dan says yes, it's the third time of the season. I've played a game with a ranked team in it. Belmont's playing a ranked Murray State team. You know when the last time Murray State was ranked, Alex? When John Morant played there? Yeah, probably just I, – I cannot confirm that. I will just assume that. I'm not even sure they were ranked. That was, I, I'm not sure they were either, but it, it was a really – for a little while. It was a really fun team, and they were a really good team in conference play. I, th- I feel like Liberty was also really good that year, and it was like a, a really good uh, – three game set they had between the two regular season matchups and the, the probably was the finals of the tournament, but 11 plays for me. That's it. Drawing the line there. Hopefully, uh, you know what? Seven and four. That's what I want. That's what I'm shooting for. I don't know which four losses are going to be on there, but hopefully you skip those. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. If, if, if you have figured out a system for knowing when Andy is going to lose, let us know. That will not only help Andy, we can help everybody else. It's just better for the ecosystem. I would. It's like a talent and skill to know when you're going to lose. I would. Yeah, I would also. Sometimes people I think those probably go about 50-50, though. So. Um, yeah, a lot of picks today. Picks, picks, picks heavy. And we have tennis in two different countries for you. Two different countries, two different continents. Continents. Left a T out there completely. You can't spell WTA without a T. And Alex's picks in Doha and Guad today. What's uh, what's cracking? Yeah, Doha will be – this one actually starts just shortly after the show. 
Although, again, it depends on time. The way tennis works, they kind of stack all the matches here. And um, luckily, they're all in the same court. So the time of this keeps getting pushed back. I'm actually going to take a look here because, although we'll see, Ostapenko is out here. It looks like she might just win again this weekend, Andy. She's up 6-2 in the first set, closed that out, and is serving now to start the second. So it looks like this will start at 12.30 Eastern. Um, no earlier than that, but 12.30 Eastern. Arena Sabalenka playing Iga Swiatek. Sabalenka plays very well on these courts. Um, defending champion, I believe, here, you know, despite all the worries and concerns that she had about her serve and um, in the Australian Open and just beforehand, has started to work through those a little bit and is just looking much, much sharper. And again, when she's playing well, she is arguably the best player on tour. She lacks consistency. It's always been a problem for her, but she has these swings where she can sort of hold it together. Iga has been less than impressive this week, just not a great spot for her. So I have Sabalenka minus 145, almost minus 150 here. So minus 135 or better looks good. There's some minus 130s out there. And then this one will actually be tomorrow, probably tomorrow after noon so you've got some time to bet this but looks like it might be a little bit on the move let's grab an under a rare under here for me and Shvedlova versus Wang Jiang at 21 and a half games Wang Jiang kind of snapping back into some form that we saw in 2019 2020 in general plays very quick sets very quick matches you know I think the only way we lose this honestly is if it goes three sets now you know knock on wood that might happen but they play such quick sets we might have a shot at hitting this in three. If so, grab under 21 and a half at minus 15 or better under 21. You know, if you've got some plus money on that, that's probably worth a sprinkle. You know, the push is fine for the extra little bit of money there. But again, really like this spot for the under. I, ha- I would have this at 20 and a half. So 21, 21 and a half. All looks good to me. Again, Doha, Sablanka, grab this sooner rather than later. That'll be today. And then Schmidlova, Wong, that'll be tomorrow. You've got some time. And yeah, we do have a. Just as Doha is being played currently, we have the men in action in Dubai. And Patrick says Joker's on the ropes. Yeah, I'm pulling up the score here just to double check. But Jan Vesley looking like Jan Isner, but a couple break points here for Djokovic as Vesley tries to serve out the second set. Vesley again up a set, saves the first break points. We have one more break point for Djokovic to uh, save save the. the match, if you will. Have you seen, and this is rhetorical, I know you have, I hope you have, the Tom Hanks Carrie Fisher vehicle, the Burbs? Oh, yeah. So, you know, the, the neighbors, the neighbors that move <laughs> in, the younger one, the redheaded guy who just wears like a tank top all the time, that's who I think of when I think of Jerry Vesley. They look... <laughs> They look so alike. <laughs> I think he might have been involved in that video. Look up Jerry Vesley and then look up the, I don't know, redheaded uh, guy from the Burbs. I'm, I'm going to go find these afterwards. E- either way, well, <laughs> <laughs> that was such a, such a non sequitur. Such a weird wow. Such a weird way to go with that. Um, I remember Jerry Vesley looking like such a hick. He just is unkempt with it. Some of it sometimes the this kind of red hair guy is with that real bad. The way his mouth is open. Um, <laughs> I put out a golf article last night. I tweeted it out. If you are looking for golf picks, I will always tweet those out on Wednesday evenings when I get finished with them. A couple of my matchups have already started for today. I did play some daily matchups. Um, I think one's winning, one losing. So maybe you're not missing out on much. Who knows? Maybe they both lose. Maybe they both win. It uh, kind of comes down to how Billy Horschel plays here. But, <clears throat> yeah, Glover over Thompson looks good. Lowry over Horschel looks 
bad. So uh, probably a one and one on the early ones. And then I did play one in the afternoon. These guys will tee off in about an hour from when right now when we're when we're talking live. Uh, Gary Woodland over Matt Jones. Matt Jones is a bit of a fade for me here, and he's had some success uh, of late, I guess. And, and people people seem to lump on him here. I think his ownership in some of the DFS is fairly high. It looks like yeah, it was lower for the Genesis. He was a big Sony guy. He played well at the Genesis. He played well at the Century. There's people that like him off a lot, and he is good putting on Bermuda. But I decided to fade him here at a dog price. Getting Woodland at this price was a bit too much. How I rank these two men and and their overall golf games over 18 holes. A lot of variance. I do like dogs. I do like laying strokes with these. So Gary Woodland over Matt Jones. It's the only one that's left on the card. And like I say, they tee off at 11:40 a.m. Gosh, is this? Hopefully that's central time. If it's not, they tee off like five seconds ago. I have hmm. no idea. I rely on you for this. Yeah, I never know with these apps. Some of the golf apps will do, um, you know, local time. Some of them will do your time. I don't like it when it's local time. I don't care. I don't live in Palm Palm Gardens <laughs> Beach, Florida. I don't. Got to do the math. I would like to no, today. It's, it's cold as shit out. <laughs> 1240 Eastern. So it is it is 1240 Eastern. Thank you, Dan, for confirming. You have about 50 minutes. Good, good, good. Um Europa. Speaking of stuff that happens soon. Yeah, this just leaves Europa. I don't know when do these start. I th- I just assumed it was like Real 2 soon. p.m. I, well, I don't know what team does this do, 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 do. So I'm gonna be honest. Let's see, Olympiacos. When does Olympiacos? Olympiacos is just after the show, about 45 minutes after the show, quarter to oh, one man. Eastern time. Quarter to noon. Yes. So there, there are a bunch of Europa. It's not the same as Champions League, where there's these smaller knockout chunks of two games a day. Europa is the worser one, and we talked a little about Dortmund, how they, you know, lost a tiebreaker to stay out of the knockouts. That sucked for them. But I did play a couple. We. It's the same as Champions League last week. Like I did well one day, so I just go back to the well the next day. We saw how that went. I think I went zero and two, but. Uh, got an anytime goal scorer yesterday. He wasn't able to get the first goal scored, but hopefully, you, I don't know. I don't tell you how to stake, but when you're betting the same guy for first goal scorer and anytime goal scorer, I would assume you don't go the same size stake. I go smaller on the bigger number, just in case. And then if if he does get the first time goal scorer, you win like two units, something like that. But um, in the in the later game, I am going to pick on Marco Royce. For uh, Dortmund with Holling out, and he's kind of, you know, there's he's not second fiddle. I, yeah, he is. Holland's maybe the best player in the world. Christ, I'll just say it. But he is second fiddle when he's on. Holland's got a hip injury. We're, we're sitting here in a spot where they're down two goals on aggregate in the second leg. They need to play a little wide open. Dan kind of hit it on the head when we were talking about this before the match. Like, they – they might concede a few here too. If they're going to play wide open, they have a bad back line there. It, it might not. It might not get there in the first goal score. So I am going to tickle that a lot lighter. But I do think plus one thirty five for a goal is uh, is a nice little price for the best player on the pitch and somebody who's going to be seeing a lot more shots on goal with uh, Erling sitting, uh, not even making the trip, not even making the trip to Scotland as this will be played against the. The Rangers? Is that what we're doing? This is in Glasgow. 
And the other one is in Greece, Greece and Glasgow for me. I went out of order here if you're looking at it on the screen, but I did I did pull up the Atalanta match right away. When I see that name, I pop it on to look at the situation because I love those Atalanta overs. I don't think this is a game that merits it, even though it's only a two and a half. Maybe I'm dead wrong, and this game is a fun, wide-open you know, game of that nature, but Atalanta has a few injuries, including some decent players. They haven't played well of late in, in league play either. So I'm going to take an Olympiaco straw no bet at plus 158. Some books list this as pick, essentially. Yeah, plus zero. If you, yeah, if you bet the, the soccer markets, you know, it's this team wins, this team wins, or they tie. It's a three-way market. This is a two-way market. This would be the same as any other sport that allows ties, offering a two-way market, where if the game ends as a tie, a draw at the end of 90 minutes, then your your bet is just returned to you. So a team must win the game for this bet to be graded. So Olympiakos, the Greek side, the home side, draw no bet, plus 155, 158, somewhere around there. And that one is the one that starts at 1245 Eastern. That's it. That's it. That's all we got. NBA, college hoops, tennis, golf, Europa, like and subscribe. Hey, do me a favor. I got you covered you for now. Watching... I think all night, basically. Yeah, you're you're covered from like right now with tennis and tennis, golf, golf, and soccer, and then the afternoon you'll have some soccer, and then college basketball, and then the NBA will fire up. You're like you're good for like the next twelve hours, essentially. I think that's a lot of fun. And if you are watching on YouTube, do me a solid. Hit the subscribe button. I don't ask for that enough. That helps a lot out. Helps out with the numbers. Makes me look good. Makes Alex look good. It just helps. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. And for me and Mr. Christensen, we bid you adieu. We'll see you on Friday.